Generator power. I'm sorry. Good Lord. Hey, sorry, I had it the wrong button there. Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. We are broadcasting live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram studio here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi, on a beautiful Thanksgiving Eve. Man, it is nice this morning. Hey, look, real quick. I talked about this the other day. I've said something about it on Facebook. I'm throwing a Friendsgiving event, man. A little uh, Thanksgiving Eve get-together. I ain't buying your beer. I ain't buying your food. And I ain't supplying live music. Don't sound like a party, but I promise we got some characters going to be there. Some good folks. Uh, it's a great chance to get together, network, be, uh, be thankful for the opportunity to have our health and get out, hang out with one another. Uh, we'll be at Burgers and Blues right there on Highway 80 or Government Street. I hate when those roads change names and then change back to other names. But uh, right there in downtown Brandon uh, on Highway 80 there or Government Street, as I said, at Burgers and Blues. We're going to get there about 7 o'clock. There's a little small bar area on the backside. You may or may not even know it, it's there. But uh, you can get to it from the sidewalk out front or go into their big patio on the back. If too many people show up, we'll hang out on the patio. If, uh, if not, we'll try to keep it inside. But, hey, whatever, it's going to be a good time. I got friends and family and everything coming. Would love to meet you guys, hang out with you guys, and uh, let's get some pictures and have a good time, man. Get to know folks. Like I said, you never know. You may meet somebody that does something that you need done, and uh, you can break bread with like-minded people. And I, I think that is that is how we fight cancel culture. At the end of the day, we support one another. Just like we support these sponsors here. If you're looking to get out and eat somewhere today for lunch, uh, and look, the last thing you want to do is cook today. I mean, you're getting ready for tomorrow. You're probably cooking dinner for tomorrow. You don't want to nibble on that turkey too soon. Get out to the gathering right there at the town of Livingston. Today is their world-famous fried pork chop day. And today may very well be the day that I find enough things to do over here in Madison County to keep me busy till 11 o'clock and go and eat that fried pork chop. So, look, get out there to the gathering at the town of Livingston today. I think they, uh, lunch starts around 11. And get that fried pork chop plate. Tell them that you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show. And that, my friends, is what's for lunch. Uh, look, man, make sure you're following me on Twitter, at Save Jackson. That's Save JXN, or type in my name, but it should just be a, at Save Jackson. It'll say my name there, Clay Edwards, but the at is Save Jackson. Would love for you guys to be able to follow me along there. And that's where I post the saucy memes at. The things that Zuckerberg will not allow on Facebook and Instagram, the uh, Elon does, for better or for worse. Elon is, uh, Elon is, I am, I wrote down a thing here to say, you know, things I'm thankful for. And Elon buying Twitter is one of them. <clears throat> so, a little bit more house cleaning here. Tomorrow and Friday will be reruns. I just want to give you guys a heads up. I am going to put together a couple best of shows to uh, for the podcast for tomorrow and Friday. Just run through some segments that I think are funny or I thought were really strong. Put them together and get them to upload, you know, around 7 a.m., both mornings to the podcast. So make sure you're subscribed to the Clay Edwards show podcast, wherever 
you listen to podcasts or stream music, it is available. I put a lot of effort into getting that thing built up to where it's at, and I really appreciate you guys listening to that and sharing that with your friends and whatnot. I've watched the growth. It took a year and a half to get to 100,000 downloads. Well before the end of the year, we'll hit 200,000 just in the last six months. So doing big things there. And uh, advertisers are noticing there. We've actually picked up some national advertisers on the podcast. So that's pretty cool. Sometimes I wonder (laughs) if they know what they've gotten themselves into. But uh, all good in the hood. Let's see here. If you want to text into the show this morning, the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. If you want to call in. Uh, hang on on the phone calls. We'll, we'll get to them here in a little bit. But the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line is 601-879-0002. We've got Jennifer Miller going to call in here in the second segment. She's going to tell us about the shenanigans that popped off down at the Board of Education as they were getting ready to name a new director. And they did it behind closed doors and kicked the public out. So we're going to talk about that because it matters. It matters what they do behind closed doors. It absolutely matters. But first, I want to play a little video for you guys. Absolute shenanigans. Get the brooms. Get the brooms. We got some shenanigans popping off. The uh, the oppressed for a living folks, the poor people's campaign, and uh, the mayor of Jacktown's sister are demanding that the military come in and force Tate Reeves to fix Jackson's water. Here's a report from WABT and Scott Simmons. It was a push for more state resources to deal with this Jackson water crisis, and it's a debate that will certainly heat up with lawmakers returned here in a little more than a month. Free the land. Free the land. Clean the water. Clean the water. Keep it public. public. Protesters with the Mississippi Rapid Response Coalition and the Poor People's Campaign standing outside the state capitol, calling on the state to provide things like home water filtering devices, watering stations for Jackson schools, and more money to fix Jackson's water problems. Do we have to wait for once again everyone in the United States to see that Jackson, Mississippi, or Mississippi as a whole, is still living in a state where we need federal troops to come in to guarantee basic rights? Or can the governor, can the legislator come back here, reconvene, and make sure that the residents of Jackson have the basic needs such as water? The calls come in the midst of an EPA investigation into Jackson's water quality, as well as the overwhelming repair needs. The state has provided $36 million in matching money to what the city has agreed to spend in its American Rescue Plan Act money. But these protesters, including the mayor's sister, claim the state should pay the entire bill. Our demand is clear. I want you all to listen to this right here. Listen to what she says. This is important because she's not, she doesn't technically work for the city here. So listen to what she says. The state must fully fund Jackson's water, sewer, infrastructure issue. That's right here. It must be fully funded. And we want those dollars, if anybody's unclear, we want those dollars to come straight to the city. That will be the request for Jackson lawmakers. Did y'all hear that? And she spoke in Chakwe stuff. In case anybody is unclear, I mean, it sounded like I was listening to Chalkway. We want them funds given directly to the city of Jackson. Let me decipher that for y'all. They want the funds direct deposited directly in their account, just like my paycheck gets directly deposited into mine. All right, let's finish up. About another minute left of this. Hoping to convince the state to put up more state funds for Jackson water repairs. I think we're in a great position to receive some. Understanding it may be difficult, but I think we're in a great position 
to receive some more funds. But state lawmakers outside the capital city are still hesitant. They are considering ways to help Jackson with its crime and water dilemmas. I think they're well, well represented, and I don't know that it's a hard sell. We do want, and like I told the mayor in there, I do want Jackson to have skin in the game and and some investment in, in what we do for them. I think they- that was uh, Nick Bain, who's running up the, the committee, the subcommittee down there at the Capitol that subpoenaed Chakwe to come discuss Jackson crime. So I like that he says, I want to see, I want to see skin in the game for Jackson. They have received more money than the other cities. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to look at Jackson. I mean, we know there's a problem. We're going to do everything we can to help them. But again, we can't break the state and we can't uh, discriminate against the other cities while we're doing it. The governor responded to the EPA investigation, pointing out that so far Jackson has received 68% of water funding and has not been denied any funding requests so far. But that measure and others will certainly be looked at much more closely when lawmakers return here in January. Live with the state capitals. All right, so that was from WAPT. <clears throat> Shout out to Kingfish for finding that gem and sending it to me. And look, if you're not following the Kingfish website, jacksonjambalaya.com, be sure you're doing that. <clears throat> So, you know, it's mind-boggling to me that they still get out there and chant all this nonsense. Free to land. Free to water. Free to land. Free to water. The land is about to be free. I mean, it's worth pennies on the dollar as it is in Jackson. They all have successfully freed the land. You go by, man, I got buddies of mine. They will remain nameless who are going over into South Jackson and buying fully functional houses and property for 20 grand, turn around, renting them for $900 a month to folks that, that love that, that love living in that poverty kind of state. And you say, oh, nobody loves living like that. Trust me when I tell you, you ain't been there if you don't think that. There's people that love living that, that kind of lawless lifestyle. You know, they're getting that government check. Enough to probably pay the rent. Then they out selling dope and hustling and whatever else. And man, I ain't got no problem with that hustler mentality. If that's what you want, but get get off the government's nipple if you're gonna do that. If that's what you want to do, get off the government's nipple and pay your dang bills. But anyway, to my point, you can go buy a fully hey investment, folks. If you if you can find a company. To manage that, or unless you don't care, and you, you know, like my partner that goes over there and buys a couple of these houses, he's a handyman too. He can go over there and work on them, be the plumber, and be everything. No, I wouldn't do it personally, but he's making good money doing it. And he got enough of them where you can go buy a car and have a, it'll say about a $20,000 car. You're probably going to have about a six, $700 car note. You can go buy a $20,000 house and make 900 a month, roughly. I know there's going to be some taxes and whatnot involved and some maintenance and this, that, and the other. But over the long haul, you're making money. And I ain't giving no financial advice. Never take financial advice from me. I'm a fool. But that sounds like a pretty good investment. So I've often wondered, because somebody else that rents a bunch of houses over in South Jackson told me a few months ago, or last, last 4th of July at, uh, at an event I was at. It's funny, as you get older, you call parties events. 
at a party I was at, an event, air, air quotes in the studio. <laughs> he told me, he said, I mean, if you go pull the tax rolls in Jackson, and <clears throat> I may have my number a little off here, but around 70% of the homes in Jackson are owned by an LLC or an incorporation or a corporation. So like 70% of the homes in Jackson are rental properties. I wonder how many of those you could trace back to this free to land crowd destroying the the tax the tax base and the property values in Jackson, especially in areas like South Jackson. Just a food for thought there. All right. We're gonna take a break here. Hey, real quick, uh keep our keep our good friend Derek in your prayers. Uh he lost his mother last week. Or uh, this this yeah, I won't say this this past weekend. And uh, kind of going into the holiday season, uh, we we really appreciate Derek, love him like a brother, and uh, let's keep him in your prayers. I mean, it's, it's always a terrible time to lose a family member, but especially around the holidays. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back here on 103.9 WYAB. Rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty. I'm mean, out to tell you what. One day I'm going to get all this right. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. And this segment is brought to you by Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty. Look, if you were in the market to buy or sell a home, land, property, any of that good stuff, get with my buddy Dustin Bailey. You can go to Facebook and just type in Dustin Bailey Realtor. It's got all of his contact information and all that there. He is with Southern Magnolias Realty. They can help you from everything to buying, to selling, to staging, to mortgages, the whole nine yards. One-stop shop. And uh, look, man, just sit down with a great realtor and get some good advice. You know, you can find out uh, the market's high. Should I sell? Uh, how does that reflect into buying? All that good stuff, man. So you can make the right decision for your next home. All right, speaking of Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty, on that phone line, we've got Miss Jennifer Miller here. Hey, Jennifer, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Thank you for getting up and calling in this morning. Absolutely. So tell everybody <clears throat> what happened, or kind of what the gist of the, the incident down at the Board of Education, kind of what, how all that unfolded and what we're fighting about. Absolutely. So over the weekend, I was contacted by somebody who had found out that the Board of Education was having a final round of interviews to fill the position for state school superintendent. And one of the people that they were considering was Benita Coleman from Ocean Springs. And so we were wanting to go and speak to the the board and and, uh, convey that we didn't want Benita to be in consideration. So we there was about five or six of us that showed up because they had posted that the public was welcome to attend or invited to attend. And so we showed up and we sat down and the meeting started at 10 o'clock. And so they go through the roll call and, and all of that. Literally two minutes into the meeting, they vote to go into executive session and kick us out. And they tell us that they're going to conduct all the interviews in executive session that it's going to take all day, and if we wanted to wait, we could wait in the lobby, but we couldn't stay there. And, and they said that that personnel or employment decisions were made behind closed doors, but I thought that only was for current employees. They were just, you know, reprimanding or deciding to fire or promote or something like that. 
Well, that's what the statute says. So I went home and read the statute and the, and the, the exceptions that allow them to go into executive session, and everything reads, and it specifically says, a person who holds a specific position, a person holding a position. So everything reads as existing employees. So I wrote up an ethics um, complaint and submitted it to the Mississippi Ethics Commission. They responded within hours, and they sent me links to three different um, decisions that had been made that cited the Mississippi Supreme Court, who has interpreted that statute to include interviews if the person being hired would be working for the board. So if they were answering to the board and would be supervised by the board, then they can conduct interviews in executive session. So apparently the Mississippi Supreme Court is has already weighed in on this issue and has chosen to interpret the statute in a way that, in a plain face reading, it doesn't say that. Well, that's shenanigans. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so what, what that's behind us, my understanding is the the girl from down in Ocean Springs, the lady down there, very pro-CRT, Democrat, the whole nine yards, and they were, you know, <clears throat> and, and then what, so the, and the guy they hired, I saw that his Facebook uh, profile, he's still got better apart uh, social distancing crap and or get vaccinated mm-hmm. stuff in his profile picture thing and, and you know, well, this is what blows my mind about republicans why do do you think a democrat i don't know your politics at all but do you think a democrat would appoint would appoint a, cons- a republican to the board of education no or or, or, or to not. a committee at the capitol i don't know why Republicans insist on crossing the aisle and and doing this nonsense. Surely there's somebody uh, with a conservative Christian background that is qualified to do these jobs. They're probably out there, but it's going to be difficult to find. I've worked in academia for 12 years, and uh, I'm definitely part of a minority. I am a conservative. I am a Christian. And being in psychology, which kind of falls into the soft sciences, um, there's research that's been done. I'm outnumbered probably close to 20 to 1 with many of the large state schools not having a single uh, faculty member who identifies as Republican. That wasn't the case back in the 50s. In the 50s, it was even. But slowly over time, because of these critical social justice theories infiltrating academia and you having these radical ideolo- ideologues becoming faculty, um, conducting the research and writing the uh, textbooks, it has infiltrated itself all the way down now to K through 12. You know, I, I think you were on Jameson's show the other day and, you know, he, he talks about it was a hundred year plan of the cultural Marxists to, to get to this point. And I would have to say they've been very successful. They and, definitely have. It, it was a slow march through the institutions. They had a very um, specific long game. And I think it's because back in, you know, the thirties, well, all the way back to the 20s, because the first Marxist revolution was Lenin. So the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, they saw that doing it in a very overt, revolutionary way wasn't going to work. And so that's why they have flipped it, and they started doing it covertly with, you know, Herbert Marcuse and all of those people um, developing these theories and infiltrating the culture. That's a shame. So what do you know about the guy that they hired? So we <coughs> – excuse me mm-hmm. – um, we, sorry, I'm not feeling well this morning. Um, we uh, immediately started looking into him, um, and it seems like he's pro CRT, but he has either been very careful with his words 
or I have a feeling he scrubbed his social media because there's not a lot of smoking guns for us to build a case to go to our state senators to who's supposed to provide advice and consent um, on the the position, the nominee. Um, it's going to be very, very difficult for us to put together um, an argument against him because there's not a lot out there that is very, you know, overt. Uh, instead, he he speaks a good game about supporting teachers and uh, helping, you know, underprivileged students and underperforming schools. And um, so I have a feeling based off of his Facebook page and some other things that he probably removed a lot of that stuff that might have been more obvious because it's, you know, everything we're seeing is like breadcrumbs. We can infer it, but there's nothing, there's no like video where he just is out there promoting it openly. That's a shame. Is there anything we can do to fight back? Well, trying to find out right now um, when the Senate is going to hold their hearing to provide the advice and consent. Um, And we're going to continue to do research to see if we can um, build a case, you know, against him. Um, But to be honest, it's going to be really difficult to try to find somebody else um, that doesn't have this stuff because the board themselves are extremely liberal. And um, and I don't know that we have enough state senators who have – the conviction to be able to speak out um, against, you know, the, these nominees, especially when we, we don't, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. answer that. Yeah. So um, I'm, it's really just a matter of, of continuing to do research. And, and if we can, you know, make a strong case, then go and do so. But, you know, it's right now we're, we're just kind of at a loss. Jennifer, how can people keep up with you and follow this case and kind of follow what's going on? So, um, I have a website, jennifermillerministries.com, and um, I'm not really on social media, uh, but there are some um, Madison, you know, for freedom, Madison County for freedom, Madison Parents for Freedom type of groups that are on Facebook that a lot of this stuff is being posted to. Okay. So that's one way they could do it. Jennifer, look, we hope you get to feeling better. It's a terrible time to get sick going into the holidays, but um, as life goes, the flu has made a comeback after a couple of years. So, yep, I think that's what it is. <laughs> oh, goodness, get to the doctor, get some get some Theraflu or something, or mm-hmm. whatever they call it, Tamiflu. Tamiflu. <laughs> yeah. All right, look, General, we appreciate you. Keep up the great fight. If you ever got anything you want to talk about, look, man, you have a you, you have my platform at your disposal. I love what you're doing, and uh, we appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Have a blessed day. All right, that was Jennifer Miller keeping us up to date on what's going on down there. Get your kids out of public schools. That's all I – I mean, I heard everything she said. But what I what I get out of that is get your kids out of public schools now. I I know I know it's expensive to do private school. We sent my daughter to private school for a large portion of her education, and there are some good public schools. Don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, they all fall under that umbrella of this nonsense. Start looking at your budget. Start looking at the money you spend daily on nonsense, uh, a cup of coffee, a five-hour energy, a snack. I'm going to tell you what, you want to start saving money. I, I don't want to talk about diet stuff, but I'm just going to throw something out there at you. If you intermittent fast every other day and you don't eat lunch, maybe we can save, what, $10, $20 a day? Run that through the month. And look at how much money you save. You can start nitpicking that budget and tightening that belt up, literally and figuratively. And you can find the money to go to send you, to get your kid away from these cultural Marxists and get them into a good private school. 
or homeschooling or, or whatever. Anyway, I, again, I'm done with that. Lord willing, in the creek don't rise. I ain't. Got, I don't have no more children. But if I do, I'll be fighting that fight. <laughs> I'll be tightening that belt so uh, they don't have to be indoctrinated in the public school system. All right, look, we're going to take a break. When we come back, let's talk about Tate Reeves. I mean, just laying the hammer down on the Lumumbas. He said it is a crisis of incompetence as he ends the state of emergency concerning the Jackson water system. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. Look, man, real quick, I, I just want to thank all of these sponsors that have been a part of this show uh, currently. Every year, you know, this February 1st will be two years on the station here, and doing this show, and this show's grown by leaps and bounds because of you guys. So we appreciate it, man. So just real quick, man, I want to thank A1 Gear and Auto, Acme Pizza, Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolias Realty, Ellis Autoplex, Guns and Gear, Keith Lock and Key, Lakeland Glass and Tent, Mack Hike, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, Ram, a Flowood, Watchman Security, Watkins Construction and Roofing, my buddy Anson B. Walker over at the Walker Lifestyle, and the Gathering at the Town of Livingston. Um, <clears throat> those are our current sponsors and we greatly appreciate them uh, we've got some a few more coming on here at the first of the year that we're looking forward to as well and uh as we expand things out some so much appreciation to all those folks as we get ready to wrap up our thanksgiving week of live shows here on 103.9 wyab real quick let's see here uh we got some text on the guns and gear text line Unknown texter says, CHEC Christian Home Educators Connection. It's an accredited and I believe a higher post high school success rate than any local public school. So check that out. Um, Reagankin says, please give my condolences to Derek. Enjoy this well-informed, articulate, oratory skills very much don't always agree with him particularly about israel and the modern day jews but when you lose your mother whether you are a jew catholic muslim atheist jews christian hindu actor football player kind of skip down a little bit uh, when we lose our mother we are all five years old i hope the god in Derek's life provides enough peace that will surpass the grief currently in his life yep definitely uh keeping Derek and his family in our prayers Derek's a huge part of this show, and uh, we definitely, definitely appreciate him. And, uh, I mean, look, man, I mean, we talk about it a lot. You know, it ain't easy being a black conservative. It ain't easy being a conservative nowadays, but imagine being a black conservative in a city like Jackson. Brother, you want to talk about a a minority group. Uh, the, the only other minority that I can think of that would be more of a minority than a black conservative in Jackson is a gay black conservative in Jackson. I, I'm sure there's one out there somewhere. I've yet to meet them. <laughs> but uh, man, my my video or podcast, whatever you want to call it, about bromances 
And the things that straight guys are doing now, allegedly, had got a lot of traction online. Y'all, y'all downloaded that a bunch, uh, my rant about that. So check that out on the Clay Edwards Show podcast. It says, no, nah, bro, Clay ain't about that life is the title of that segment. I'm sure it will make my best of podcast for tomorrow. So y'all check that out. All right, man, real quick. Tate Reeves has just gone full babyface in wrestling terms. And uh, Thone Jackson and the Lumumba administration as far under the the truck into the grease as one can get. I'm going to quote Tate Reeves here. This is a post from Fa- on Facebook, and I'm sure it's across all of his other social media as well. And this is discussing the Jackson Water Crisis of Incompetence. It says, uh, As the justification for an emergency under the state statute no longer exists, we need to stick with our deadline to end our state of emergency and our operating of the city's water system for them. I am hopeful that the federal government's efforts to take control away from incompetent hands will wrap up swiftly. I'm incredibly thankful to the folks at the Mississippi Emergency Management Agency, the Mississippi State Department of Health, and the Mississippi National Guard who worked tirelessly to restore clean water to the residents of Jackson and respond to this emergency situation. They have made countless repairs, brought in new equipment, and done heroic work. The only remaining imminent challenge is the city's refusal to hire routine maintenance staff, and that cannot constitute a state of emergency. We need new leadership at the helm so this crisis of incompetence cannot continue. It is also clear that the federal government is working to ensure that Jackson political leadership does not have the authority to mismanage the water system any further. That process needs to be completed, and it needs to be completed quickly. Boom! Tate drops the elbow, drops the Hulk Hogan leg drop on Lumumba. (laughs) The Stone Cold Stunner. Out of nowhere. Man, crisis of incompetence. I tell you what, Tate's done some things I don't like. I'll, I'll never forgive Tate for the COVID stuff, closing churches, the the ridiculous rules for restaurants, what they did to the live music business. You know, if you went and ate somewhere, you had to be sitting down. You couldn't stand up to order a drink. You couldn't have somebody playing an acoustic guitar in a corner. I mean, just nonsense. And, and, and as I sit here and think about it, it I, I'm changing my mind about even saying anything good. But I can compartmentalize. I'm a, I'm a grown-up today anyway. I can compartmentalize and say that I love what he's doing here. And, I'm gonna, you know, it's, it's just going to be hard for anybody to beat Tate right now. So just be prepared for a second term of Tate Reeves just at the end of the day. So we might as well get along to get along, get on to get along, get along to get it on, whatever you want to call it. And I ain't a fan of that, but I don't see, I don't see anybody unseating Tate right now. Delbert Hoseman, on the other hand, I'm going to just assume that Chris McDaniels is running for Lieutenant Governor. I ain't making no announcement for anybody here, but I assume that is what's going to happen. And if that does, I think we got a real chance of getting Delbert, the Democrat out of there, but 
a little off subject there, but just to my point. Yeah, man, I um, I don't know what you do about Jackson. My family still lives there. I have Jackson, Mississippi tattooed on my arm. Obviously, I have a connection to Jackson, unlike anywhere else I will live for the rest of my life. I could live to be 100 years old in Brandon, and that will still just be where I live. I love it. Nothing wrong with it. Whatever. It's safe. The whole nine yards. But I will forever be a Jacksonian. That's my home. That's the place that I grew up. Wherever you grew up is home, whether you live there anymore or not. Where your home is at and where it's home aren't necessarily the same thing. But it's time to let it sink or swim. If Jackson can't can't control and manage itself properly, well, you just slowly start taking parts of Jackson away, like what they've done with the Capital City Improvement District or whatever it's called, the CCID. And you expand what the Capitol Police can do. You take full control. You take that property away from the city. You The state annexes it somehow or another. I don't know. I don't know what can be done. Uh, apparently, we, we don't even have the ability to have recall elections in Mississippi. So I'm guessing we don't have the ability to take a city away from a city. We should. We should be able to. But, you know, politicians will never vote to to be able to fire themselves. To, or to be fired, should I say. We'll never get we'll, we'll never get recall elections here. I mean, I'm going to be honest. If I was a politician, I probably wouldn't vote for it either if we're just drinking truth serum here. I'm like, no, dog. You're getting your four years of the Clay Edwards experience. <laughs> All right, man. Let's see here. Let's check the guns and gear text line. Uh Kingfish says federal troops can beat Tate. I don't know. I guess they could. But, you know, that, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I'm glad Kingfish chimed in. The federal troops thing concerning uh, Sister Lumumba and, and her oppressed for a living folks. We're going to bring the, we need to bring the federal troops in to make Tate Reeves fix the water. Now, I, am I the only person that's old enough to remember when U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst tried to get the feds to come in and save Jackson, literally save Jackson. And they're like, no, no, we don't want that. We don't want that racist. We don't need the feds in here saving Jackson. These are our criminals. This is my voting base. We got to let them run free, living wild and free on the streets of Jackson. The very people, the very demo that, that scoffed at the idea of federal troops coming to Jackson, or not even federal troops, but just federal law enforcement coming in and helping hashtag save Jackson. Now they want the feds to come in and force Tate, not just the feds, they want the military. Like, what are you going to do, hold him hostage? I'm trying to vision out how they're playing this in their head. I want to, just for a brief second, get into the mind of a Lumumba and, and, and try to vision how they see that unfolding. I mean, is it like, gonna, are they going to put Tate in a POW camp? Are they going to convert the fairgrounds into a POW camp? Round all us conservatives up? I mean, wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure they would love to see that. But uh, what's that? Let me go full redneck here. Full boogaloo here. What's that? 
Molalabe. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, that, that shenanigans, shenanigans, get the brooms, get the brooms. It, hypocrites. That's all they are, a bunch of hypocrites. They just want the money, and they said it as much in that dang video that I played. They just want the money. We want 100% funding and make, and just so everybody's clear, we want it given to the city. And because the city has such a great track record of spending money they've been given. Get out of here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules, baby. Hey, look. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This Friday, Black Friday deals everywhere. Everywhere. Where should you go to get the best Black Friday deals on your guns and ammo? Let's talk about the important things in life here. How about we? How about get out and see my buddy Hunter and the team at Guns and Gear right there on 51 in Gluckstadt. You can follow their Facebook page, Guns in Gear. Not Guns and Gear. It's Guns in. Just like Guns in Roses. It's Guns in Gear. Go follow their Facebook page for tons of great deals. Or better yet, man, just go. Just go out there. You need guns. You need ammo. They're going to have it. And they're going to have it. Uh, have some great Black Friday deals on it. So get out there, see them, follow them on Facebook, check them out online, gunsandgearms.com. We want to thank Hunter and the team for coming on board and sponsoring our text line here. That thing is blown up. It's killed my phone calls, but we do have a lot of engagement on the text line, and that is always a good thing. So <clears throat> let's see here. We got a text. Unknown texter says, as much as I dislike Tate Reeves, you can't blame him for the COVID stuff. He put things in place he thought was right. Pastors and business owners chose to follow those guidelines. You preach self-accountability, and that is self-accountability. Oh, no. I can most certainly blame him for those things. You know, I understand you know, the first two weeks or so. I get it. it. This thing was strange, and we didn't know what was going on. Once we figured out people weren't falling dead in the streets, people should have been allowed to make their own decisions. We shouldn't have been going into months and months and months of of churches being closed, bars and restaurants being closed or not allowed for in, in, in restaurant dining, you know, and you said that they, they shouldn't have followed the orders. Well, they would have been shut down. I mean, there, there, there were Gestapo out there going down and shutting businesses down and taking their liquor licenses and stuff that were doing it. So, I mean, it's easy to sit here and play freedom fighter, but at the end of the day, I mean, you, when you're accountable to employees, leases, rents, mortgages, and all that, sometimes you got to, Sometimes you, you, you got to get along to get along. And I hate that, but it is what it is. And I ain't arguing with you. I appreciate your stance there. I just disagree. Hey, that's the other thing, right? Great show yesterday. Uh, <clears throat> great shows all together. But, man, we've got to be able to, we got to start learning to sit down and talk to folks without trying to change folks' minds. I want y'all to think about that over Thanksgiving. You know, if you're sitting there and you disagree with a family member, Find out why you disagree. Don't try to change each other's minds. Just try to understand the other person's side a little bit better. And then slap the taste out of their mouth. This is the Clay Edwards Show. See you Monday. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.